Not a sponsor, by the uh, way. Uh, uh, and let me say, I don't like Chick-fil-A. You don't like mm-mm, Chick-fil-A? Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm the guy. I'm the one. Wow. I know. Everybody, I mean, I've, I don't, I've never well, met anybody else that doesn't like it. Well, I mean, okay, I'll give you a little credit. I'm not going to put Chick-fil-A up on a god-level pedestal. Yeah. Uh, like, it's not like the almighty Chick-fil-A. Of course we can't eat it on Sundays because our Lord <laughs> and Savior pr- yeah. promised us to, I don't know, but And whatever. the people who are like, God, the only thing I want, God, literally, the <laughs> only thing I want is Chick-fil-A on Sunday. You know, it's like I, I w- my world would not change if yeah. Chick-fil-A or, all of a sudden decided. how dare the Chick-fil-A in the Atlanta Falcon Stadium not open for the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't... It's really good chicken. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to put it up on a, a really I'm okay like, high pedestal. Again, yeah. like, I like it. I don't like their food. I, yeah, I can do without it. Yeah. But w- whenever I have it, yeah. I'm, I like it. <laughs> I, maybe it's because I, I ate it a ton. When I was in college, my um, my college had a Chick-fil-A. And so, you know, it was one of those things that was always kind of easy to grab. And the waffle. I like the waffle fries. I will say the oh, waffle yeah, fries yeah. are next and, level. And their sweet tea. Their sweet tea, I think, to me, might be better than McDonald's. I, you see, I'm not a sweet tea connoisseur. Really? Uh, okay. Alt tea well, is pretty with how good. Mu- yeah. With how much time you spent in the South? I'm surprised by that, actually. I, I prefer sweet tea. I don't like unsweet tea, but I'm not a big... I'm, I just Maybe I'm not a tea connoisseur. But um, here's what I will say about Chick-fil-A. I don't like how unprocessed it seems. Sometimes mm, you'll get a Chick-fil-A okay. nugget or a, a strip or something that has little <laughs> it stuff. Feels, it feels like you're just taking a bite into the chicken. Yeah, it has like <laughs> stuff hanging off of it, like sinews oh, and, and, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I can see that. that. I can it, see how that It's would. not processed enough. I want the pink slime. Chicken should only come in four different shapes. The shoe, <laughs> the circle. The lightning bolt. The lightning bolt. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a and dinosaur and a car. Yeah. Oh, man. Dinosaur nuggets <laughs> Dino are the best. Dino nuggets are the best. <laughs> uh, I love it when they're cheaper than the regular nuggets because it gives me an excuse to buy dino nuggets instead of regular oh, nuggets. Oh, man. I but, love it. But yeah, chicken uh, chicken should only come in one of those predetermined shapes that are molded <laughs> by p- through pink slime. And so Chick-fil-A is just not processed enough for me. Their spicy chicken is okay. They have some good sauces, but I'm never... Well, like, I, and I hate it because it's... It's something the whole family can agree on. Sarah and Colleen both like it. So when we're on a road trip, it can be fine. Everybody, I don't want to have to yeah. stop two places. And they usually have a play area, so Colleen can stretch yeah, her legs. Yeah, I'm that's like, true. F- I begrudgingly every time I'm like, <laughs> fine, we'll go to Chick Fil A because you know that's, that's yeah. the one thing that everybody can agree on. Even though I'm dragged kicking and screaming, <laughs> you just hide your true emotions. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, I can eat there. I don't, I don't want. You don't eat choose here. to, yeah, but yeah. you're fine if you're forced to. Yeah. So I, go, I to, go to go to com slash nhnl and uh, you get <laughs> and you're, free. You're gonna get nothing because <laughs> they're, they're not a sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor. But welcome to No Hockey No Learning. It's a show about one thing, watching Seinfeld for the first time. I'm Tim Murphy. And I'm Ted Hollowell. And this is going to be a <laughs> weird episode to talk about for a couple reasons. A, yeah. it's sort of a bottle episode, but not. And it's been almost a week since I watched it, because we're, we're on a delay yeah. on our recording schedule. I know, I know we've, uh, we've said this before, but pulling the curtain back a little bit, whenever you listen to this episode, whenever you download it, yeah. it will be Sunday. We typically record stuff the Sunday before that, yeah. so a week in advance. Uh, we're now recording this the Wednesday before you hear this, right, right, so right. we're, what, three days later? And yes, you, you, than normal. You watch this Friday night. I have a schedule, yeah, yeah. watch it on Friday, and like you said, we normally record so by, over the so weekend. So by the time this comes out, the, uh, you would have watched <laughs> this episode over a week ago. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, I was looking over my notes that I make, and, and sometimes I'll just write a little one-word thing, which... 
two days later will make sense. But now, five, but five days, days later, later like, you're going to have no idea. I'm like, hopefully Ted know, will know what I'm talking about if I just... And most of the time that's worked. I'm like, why did I write nail here? And you go, oh, because Kramer was what, cutting his nails or something. Why Why did I write Coney here? <laughs> yeah, why did I write Coney? No, not Coney 2012, but yeah, Coney And Allen. now my cat Coney, who my cat Conan, we call him Coney sometimes. So um, we're going to be talking about the Subway Season 3, Episode eight, uh, 13, not 18, Episode 13 in just a little bit. But uh, before that, we did have a little bit of homework. You want to get to that first off? Yeah, we were wondering if Hennigan's scotch was a real thing. And it is not. No. It is a fictional Unfortunately, scotch. Yeah, yeah. I, I was looking it up, and like, oh. there's, uh, you can buy like Hennigan's scotch merch on yes, like sure, Redbubble. I, I uh, love like there's uh, like there's Amazon. Yeah. Uh, the the official fifth Hennigan sighting from Seinfeld from Liquor.com. I and love. I see the he- Hennigan. <laughs> so many whiskeys.com is right up my alley, especially if it says like the no tell, no smell scotch or whatever. I love <laughs> shirts that reference a product or business that only exists in like a fictional product or business. Those yeah. are my favorite kind of shirts. See, I have a Benny's Burger shirt from when, whenever. Whenever I was in high school, I had a Patty's Pub T-shirt yeah. from from Always Sunny. Perfect example. And, I mean, you have to know. You're what it only going to know what it is yeah. if you watch the show. I have a shirt that says Benny's Burgers, Hawkins, Indiana, and no one, it, it doesn't say Stranger Things, Eleven eats here. It, it doesn't say anything like. That, like uh, do you follow uh, Facebook shirts? No, I don't. On I, Instagram, you, you have I told me. you about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you need to. It's <laughs> I incredible. Those, I hate those shirts where there's so like you see super na- like a supernatural shirt. It's like supernatural demon ch- hunting and stuff. No smell, no tell. Yeah. No smell, no yeah, tell. Yeah, this is perfect. It's, tw- tw- it's just a, a logo press. made up. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but yeah, uh, what you're saying about like, the awful shirt shirts would be like. Hennigan Scotts, no tell smell, and it would have a picture of Kramer drinking it, and it would say <laughs> Seinfeld, as seen on Seinfeld. You know, it would just have so many words, and, and it, it like, would also say something like "Real Seinfeld fans were born in <laughs> fill in the blank January." And George is hol- and, and uh, Jason Alexander's holding it for some reason, even though you can tell it was like a blank shirt that they photoshopped to make it look like it was this crappy shirt they're selling. So it is a fictional Scotch, but there's plenty of merch out there, which is which well, is nice. Yeah, uh, Grace and I, uh, my fiance Grace and I, have a couple of friends. One of them is type 1 diabetic mm-hmm. and i was showing her this one shirt on facebook shirts <laughs> yeah where if you don't know what i'm talking about it's just uh the insanely specific targeted t-shirts that you see yeah on they facebook. pull your private info exactly. and they put it on a shirt uh, yeah but she's type 1 diabetic and i told her about this one shirt it says type 1 die badass <laughs> My, I'm so alpha, my beta cells stopped functioning. <laughs> that also sounds like a good mix of that uh, subreddit you like that was the skull. Oh, the, what is uh, all that? The pack. The pack. Yeah. yeah that sounds like a good the pack. Yeah, shirt. baby. <laughs> um, the other thing I want to mention is, did you see the new trailer for Spider-Man, what's it called? Homecoming? Uh, far Not home, from, far, from, far home. from Homecoming. I didn't. Thank no, you. no, I I'm didn't watch kidding. it. Not, not far from It gives away a lot, so I wouldn't recommend watching it. I mean, it. I, here's the thing. I know that somehow in Endgame, yeah. all life right. is going to be restored. Yeah, yeah. Everyone should know that. Yeah. But, but it, because we, we already knew before the end of Infinity War, there was another Spider-Man coming. There is another Black Panther right, coming. Right. There is another, uh, I, I don't know, a, another movie of someone who died in Infinity War. And then everyone dies in Infinity War, and they're like, "Oh, wh- where do we go from here?" <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, obviously something happens that reverses that effect. It's just how they get to and that may, part, and we don't know when this takes place. No. We don't know when Home well, Far From Home takes place. The director has actually come oh. out and said that it takes place seconds after the end of Endgame. Oh, interesting. But, 
uh, I saw like uh, a theory somewhere, and I, I don't know if this is spoiler alert or not. But there's one of two things that it's going to happen. Yeah. And wow, this is going to be a long <laughs> well, episode. Uh, it has nothing to do with the actual plot of the movie. I, I'm, sh- I'm sure they'll figure it out. Yeah. What my point was, <laughs> my point has nothing to do with the plot of the movie. But the new Spider-Man trailer says next summer, but it comes out. This summer. Oh, my God. Yeah. Does it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It says, next summer. You're kidding so me. So we've got a real Seinfeld You're situation on our hands. Like, wait a minute. And, and I checked, and I was like, oh, I thought this came out in 2019. It comes out in 2020. And then I looked, and I was like, and it oh, comes it comes out, out this out year. In, it comes out this year. It comes out this summer. Kill it me. says next summer. Oh, my God. I'm like, wait a second. Am I watching like a European trailer? Is that how they do it over there? If I, like, if I, I would have met this summer, I would have said <laughs> yeah. this summer. If we met this summer, we would have said this summer. It comes out next summer. <laughs> but well, it does but come it out is, this summer. Next summer is this summer. Yeah. This summer is the next summer. Yeah. I just and it oh. made me look it up only because oh, no. I think I still think it's very confusing. Even if you even if you're not even if you just if you just have not watched two episodes of Seinfeld <laughs> to reference that in very rapid succession, you've got to be confused by. Oh, next summer. I thought Far From Home came out this summer. Oh, it's 2019. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, my God. Uh, so anyway, that's all I wanted to mention about it. Um, but for more of Ted's uh, Spider-Man theories, you can um, text him if you have his number. <laughs> Don't text me. Uh, if, <laughs> put it, Look in the episode notes for all of Ted's Infinity War theories. Uh, so uh, let's talk about, are we ready to talk about Subway Season 3, Episode 13? Uh, well, uh, yeah, one second. Um, oh, that's right. The preamble. Yes, I, I, gotta, I gotta do my whole <laughs> yeah, spiel. Yeah. Um, th- there was like something that I wanted to uh, bring up to you, like some like axe I have to grind. But since we are already ten minutes in, yeah. I'll save that for okay. off mic. An axe with me or Seinfeld or who? N- an axe with another podcast. Oh. W- one that inspired that uh, kind of inspired uh, how I approach this podcast. Oh, okay. But I'll, I'll save that for off mic. Maybe if we have some time at the end, I'll touch on it a little bit. Okay. You're going to get what's coming to you, cereal. Just wait. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but if you are uh, generous enough, please give us a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts. The first 15 people to do so will get a No Hugging, No Learning sticker. Uh, we are not a research-heavy podcast. I'm watching these episodes for the first time. Tim's watching these for the first time chronologically after being a lifelong fan. And if we miss anything, if we egregiously skip over anything, please let us know. Follow us and tweet at us at no hugging, or you can send an email to us, no hugging, no learning show at gmail.com. That being said, season three, episode 13, the subway. If you are looking in the TV guide, the night of January 8th, 1992, you're going to see the friends encounter adventure on the subway. I think it's a pretty good synopsis right now, but we'll get to that at the end. And yeah. uh, how old are oh, you? Uh, negative 11 months and 12 days. We're wow, getting there. We're coming down to the water. Yeah, I'm, I decided every so often I like to throw mine in. I'm 10 years, 6 months, and 8 days old. 10 years, 6 days, 6 months, six months and 8, eight days, days old. 8 days old, yep. All right. Yeah. You're a, you're a human being at this point. Like oh, you, yeah. you're, a, you're, an, you're an adult. Yeah, I might be watching. <laughs> I really don't remember when I started you're older watching. Than, yeah. You're older than... At this point, when this episode airs, yeah. then both of your kids currently combined in That's age. true. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder why they didn't say 10 years, 6 months, 1 week, 1 day. They said 8 days. That's kind of weird. Interesting. I guess they go. You know, they don't look at weeks. Okay, so we start with a, a stand-up bit about bumper cars and how... The one kid who can't operate them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they, did, they were kind of confusing, especially if you got in one as a kid that was already turned all the way one direction. Yeah, so yeah. So that you were doing the turn, and you're like, oh, no, what I, do I, I do? Didn't, I didn't get what he meant by uh, the attendant 
like holding onto the back and like helping the kids yeah. steer. I distinctly remember that happening. Really? Though. I used okay. to think it was cool when they would like move them around that they were able that they would do it standing up. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, we can't ride standing <laughs> up. But like they'd have to run over and grab the yeah. kid and get him and, out of the the mire. And I don't know if you caught this, but like whenever Jerry was like pantomiming doing that, yeah. like he just like goes to like smack the kid in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it, yeah. Cause, and I wrote this down. This was back in the day when amusement park attendants could hit your kid <laughs> and no one would be offended. Yeah, yeah. I bet that could still happen in some places. In, in, in real America. In, in real America. <laughs> uh, and then there's the father-son team that can't figure out yeah, how exactly. to do teamwork, you know, who's driving, which I'm experiencing now with Colleen being able to ride uh, bumper cars. You know, it's tough to, like, let the kid steer because they have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> they don't know uh, how cars work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, my, but my legs are the only ones long enough to actually they, touch the they, pedal. They're just learning to poop in a toilet. They don't know how to drive. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We expect them to do this. And then it's like, okay, I know they're bumper cars. Do you purposefully run into each other do you just go in the big circle what do you do me on- personally yeah what do you oh, do i ram you ran- people. yeah yeah especially if uh grace and i are both driving yeah, like yeah, individual yeah. cars i will seek her out and i will <laughs> not only t-bone her yeah i will throw my weight into it too that's the way to do it it's <laughs> awkward riding bumper cars like for instance when me and colleen do and we don't know anybody else and it's like <laughs> it just feels weird bumping into people. Like uh, I know this oh, is sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, excuse, oh, sorry. Oh, 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 I'm constantly oh, oping oh. through the whole ride. Oh, sorry. Uh, See, I, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I will. Bump you like bumping people? In, you I will don't bump know. into everybody yeah, yeah. on the ride, especially the if ride. I don't know them. I'm an idiot, and I don't know how to have, have <laughs> fun it, on those. It's things. all about like how you approach it. Yeah. If you, if you bump into someone random and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're like laughing and yeah. giggling, they're gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna get you back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm coming for you. Yeah. But if you're just like, no, move out of the fucking way. <laughs> yeah. We're we're gonna put a we're gonna put a bleep in that. Yeah, we'll find, we'll put a hey there. <laughs> Move out of the hey way. Uh, so all right, now we uh, are moving to Monk's Cafe, and everybody's going somewhere. Everybody's got something to do today. We're just meeting for yeah, brunch or something, yeah. I guess. Uh, Kramer's going over all the routes to get to Coney Island, yep. and they're all insanely complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're subway routes. Like, well, you could jump on this train and transfer here and do this. But Elaine brings up, oh, can you just take the D straight to Coney Island? Yeah. And Kramer's just like. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just forgot. Um, and so Jerry is go- the one going to Coney Island. Yeah. Uh, we don't quite know yet. Uh, George is going to a job interview. He looks great, by the way. I think Jason Alexander looks m- better put together than George ever has. You know what I mean? I think, I, I mean, I know he does have a job interview, but I don't yeah. know. For some reason, he just looked sheveled is that a word he wasn't disheveled george always looks <laughs> he, disheveled he was he was sheveled he was sheveled yeah yeah um but but that doesn't stop jerry from referring to him as biff uh biff loman from yeah. death of a salesman uh but i thought he was very unbiff like um and elaine is going to a lesbian wedding <laughs> big for 92 yeah yeah i have george in parentheses here he makes some comments about lesbians lesbian weddings and and stuff like that oh yeah like how do they determine who's going to be the groom and <laughs> yeah, I know. who's going to be the bride do they flip a coin i know i mean and, and these not days, pc right I, I mean yeah i mean try saying to, on a tv i do some stuff will pass I, i'm always an apologist for seinfeld jokes like oh they're fine today but like telling a joke on a sitcom again last man standing is probably the pl- only place you get rid of like oh. which one of you is the man <laughs> which one like thinking one has it, to be the man or even a gay couple like thinking one has to be the man and one has yeah. to be the woman which okay and i know we've touched on this many times yeah, before yeah. Last Man Standing is awful because they are doing those jokes in 2018 yes, and 2019. Yeah. 
Seinfeld is doing these in 1992. Yeah, before yeah. anyone was thinking about this. Before yeah. anyone was thinking, hey, yeah, maybe that type of thinking is kind of toxic. Or before anybody was... Edu- it comes down to education. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, th- that is something that someone like George, who probably is not, you know, the educated. Like, we're, we're, we just don't know... We know more about people, you know, about the lesbian and gay community than we ever ever have before. And, yeah, and, I, I mean, yeah. like, Carlos Mencia was on TV as late as 2009 <laughs> openly making fun of mentally handicapped people with a voice oh, and a my, hand sign on his chest. It was a catchphrase, yeah. for crying out loud. So. People all over my middle school were <laughs> quoting it. Yeah. And I, like... Never felt good about it, but I even did it at one point. <laughs> right, right, right. But th- that's only 10 years ago at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, George isn't, you know, uh, this isn't hate speech by any means, but it's certainly uninformed. You know, like, uh, which one, you, wh- who who decides to be the man? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it just, yeah. It just, it wouldn't fly today, I don't think. Um, and Kramer, um, we don't we don't find out what he's doing yet uh, right here. But uh, we find out that Jerry is going to Coney Island because they found his stolen car. Yeah, exactly. What a great little bit of continuity. Yeah, and um, okay, are, are and we, it's at the impound lot. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't know if we get that until we're in the we're, subway, yeah, right? So but, we all head to the subway. Yeah. Well, I want to point out that uh, Kramer hands the check over to Jerry, and everyone just walks out. Yeah, yeah. And Jerry yeah. just says, "You bunch of deadbeats." <laughs> yeah. Because he because he's seventy. Yeah. And yeah. You bunch of deadbeats. And he's also paying for everybody, which exactly. is crazy. I like, mean, it must like it he's must made money. I think he even says. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so, it. so now we're in the subway, and yep. we find out that Jerry is going to the impound lot at Coney Island to get yeah. his stolen car back, which yep. is a great bit of continuity, yeah, and like not, I said. Not only did they find it, but it was Simonized, and the front end was alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy was wanted to take care of it. Like, yeah, he wanted exactly. to know about it. Well, like, even the last time we heard from the burglar who yeah, took yeah. it, he was asking where the owner's manual was because he doesn't know when the last time it was in for yeah. uh, an appointment was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, and also we find out that Kramer has $600 oh in so many tickets, unpaid parking tickets, including one for no doors <laughs> that he's fighting. That's the one he's going to fight, but he has to go to court. I'm guessing not just to pay. He says, yeah, like, I if I don't, uh, you know, I didn't know if it was like court or just like the police station. Well, it, uh, but I, I would imagine, like you just said, if he's fighting it, he would have to go to like, uh, the courthouse. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think he's going to the courthouse because, because he mentioned he's going to fight the no doors and Jerry wants, Jerry's trying to find somebody to go to Coney Island with him. Yeah. Cause he's got to go down there anyway. And it's funny, like, when you live in New York City, how, you know, you, you make a point to, like, never go to the tourist locations. You know, like, I've had friends <laughs> that lived in New York City, and, like, they had no desire. Like, I figure being tourists there, they'd have an excuse to do that. Yeah. Uh, one, we, we went to the Empire State Building, and he was like, nah, the jets are on. I'm going to watch the jets. Like, the... Oh. <laughs> Okay, we'll see, we'll see would, you later. I would love to do that. Yeah, like if yeah. I was living course, in New York. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean obviously I'm not going to make a point about yeah. it, but go there once. See yeah. it. Sure, why but not? But it is I guess a huge pain to travel or do anything like that. And then you're you're also fighting the crowds, yeah, you know, you're, that's you you make you're going out of your way to get into a crowd in New York City, which is probably dumb, but <laughs> he's never been, you know, he's he's going to Coney Island for the first time in who knows how long. And he wants to have he wants somebody to ride the rides with. He can't ride rides. That is yeah. awkward. it sucks being a single rider it on any does. ride. It really Oh really does, God. yeah, yeah. Um, and so we, oh, there's a violin player too that shows up here, a blind yeah, violin and player. And Elaine, Elaine gives him some money after I think George uh, says that he doesn't have any cash yeah, on yeah. him. Uh, Which but, is a lie, by the way. We'll yeah, find out later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Elaine gives him some money. Uh, the violin guy walks away, and George just tells Elaine he's not blind. Uh-huh. And Elaine's just like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like she just got ripped off. Right. And uh, so then we. Um, this is a, the next is an iconic shot where we exit the 
subway and then everyone goes their separate yes. ways <laughs> this this shot you see over it's like one of those iconic seinfeld shots uh so that's pretty cool and then so we're going to kind of be all over the place here this is why i'm like it is a it is a bottle episode because we spend all the time in the subway yeah, for, more or less for the next like 12 minutes of showtime we are in nothing but subways yeah yeah so and uh, everyone's separated and they're jumping around a lot i don't think we need to go Oh, we go back to Kramer for a second. We go back to Jerry Beaver for a second. So I think, I mean, if we do, that's yeah, fine. I mean, but if you I mean, didn't write it that way, is there some I, stuff that... I did write it that way, yeah. but it's not, like, uh, very long, yeah. like, bigs. I, I mean, we can just say, like, oh, we... Uh, Jerry Jerry says this like if, yeah, if it's yeah. important to like the story development yeah we, where we can, the we can spot is it. but sometimes you know some sometimes you could you can we can put them together so yeah. maybe we'll do that yeah. but I mean we we start off Jerry is on his subway uh, he sits down makes weird eye contact with the guy uh, yep. across the a bigger aisle gentleman from him we don't think anything of it. Mm-mm. Um, we go to George's subway, and he sits next to a 1992 hot woman. Yeah, yeah. Which, Very I mean, working girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even, in, even in 2019, she was not bad looking. Yeah. Uh, Kramer can't get a seat on his subway, which is a great little physical bit of him falling all over the place. And people, like, yeah. sliding in right before yeah. he sits down. Did you see all the extras breaking no! in this? Oh, my God. Oh, they were man, all, like, amazing. laughing under their breath or, like, <laughs> or, like turning their head. That's kind of, I, like I want to say one of the extras looked at the camera. Oh, my gosh. I, uh, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I want to say that. I did. might have to go back and look because I like the fact <laughs> that they left that in, not the camera, not looking at the camera, but I mean, that's what I would do. I would laugh if I saw that on the subway. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, uh, so he tries to like squeeze in next to a big guy who's taking up two seats. And um, I think kind of Seinfeld uh, is on the forefront here of man spreading. They were taking on man Oh, my God, yeah. On, the, uh, on the subway. That but, was I mean, a huge this guy, deal there. This guy was kind of big. He and, was like, big, even, yeah. even if he's not, like, spreading his legs. And he was sitting in the middle of the seats, but he yeah. Was. He was. Uh, but I don't think Kramer would have had much room no, one it, way or the other. No. If, if he's sitting on his seat, yeah. like, on, on a, on a two-seat bench, and he's not, like, really spreading his legs very far, I don't think Kramer would have had much room. He, he, he would have been able to fit. Yeah. He but wouldn't it, have been, it wouldn't have been a comfortable wouldn't have been fit. comfortable, but at least he would have been sitting down. But exactly. I think this was I think this was a little take on man-spreading, man spreading, you know. <laughs> the, um, so Jerry falls asleep on a guy yeah. next to him. He, he mentioned in Monks that he was going to fall. He was worried about falling asleep yeah, on the train. Yeah, he said he was really very, tired, and yeah. he was probably just going to fall asleep on the way to Coney Island. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in George's car, he's getting signals. Yeah, from this girl lady. is feeling yeah. George. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she asks if he's looking for a job because he's holding the classified <laughs> section of the newspaper. And I got to give George the character credit because he stumbles a bit whenever yeah. he is talking to her, but he catches himself. And I think that the woman buys it. Yeah. Uh, at this point, anyway. he's he's lying as he always does. He's lying his ass off. But oh he's peacocking, God, yeah. you know, making it seem like uh, he's this big time stockbroker. <laughs> no, I'm just checking the markets. You know, she's oh, another like, point. Yeah. yeah, she's like, which brokerage firm you work for? <laughs> I don't work for brokerage for brokerage firm. Brokerage firms killed my dad. I love that line. Yeah, they they killed my father. And she yeah. reacts. She's like, what? Well, they, uh, they hurt him really bad. They hurt his feelings. <laughs> it, it, it keeps de-escalating. I thought that was so funny. He's like, but I, I said to myself that day that I would uh, never work for a big brokerage firm, and I never looked back. At this point, the there's an alarm goes off and George looks back hilariously because he just said he would never look back. Um, but so that was I thought that was hilarious. But I love that line uh, that brokerage firms killed my father. How would that? How would they do that? 
Um, but they, they just ended up hurting his feelings. <laughs> they just made him feel bad. Yeah, they, oh, they hurt his feelings. Uh, so Elaine now is making Subway small talk yeah, on she her gets, train. She gets the chatty woman. Yeah, with an old lady. Yeah, she points out, or I, I don't know, I don't remember what the woman was talking to before Elaine starts talking. Do you? I, I, don't, I don't remember. She knows that Elaine has a gift. Uh, she sees a gift. Yeah. And, yeah but oh, yeah. She, Elaine says that she's going to a wedding. Yeah. And uh, the woman says, oh, what, what does he do? Yeah. And she's like, she. she. Uh, oh, oh, she's the breadwinner, huh? Much like my like, son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's a lesbian wedding. And this woman is instantly put off. I can't believe this. <laughs> yeah, she said, she was like, I don't say anything on the subway for 40 years. And all of a sudden I get the, I, I don't even know what she says about Elaine. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't talk to a soul on the subway for 35 years. And I get the best man at a lesbian wedding. Yeah. And she just walks away. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't believe that level of audible bigotry would exist in New York City even in 1992. I mean, I guess I guess she's old. I mean, I guess that's what you can say. Yeah, and uh, she's walking away and Elaine just screams out, I hate men, but I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> Which I thought was weird too. Like Elaine, Especially for her. Like that, That's kind of dismissive. Uh, Elaine's been the social justice warrior yeah. of, of Seinfeld, so... I think she should have, you know, uh, I think that was a perfect time to, she was defending the the bigot, not her friends. Yeah, the lesbians. true. I thought that was very weird. Um, like d- like saying, oh, don't, don't lump me in with the lesbians. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, Elaine, yeah. that's not you. Like, and, fur is your big thing? Not yeah. LGBT rights, <laughs> you know? Uh, before we move to the next subway, I want to use either this uh, like the woman's reaction yeah. or another thing later in the episode that we'll get to as cover on okay. the episode. Okay. So we'll decide. We'll see what, we'll, what we'll decide I, whenever yeah, we get we'll there. We'll see which way I tip on that. Uh, but we switch subways to Kramer and him and another guy are looking at the paper uh, that one of the other passengers put <laughs> down and walked away, but they're just like eyeing it up, but they both pounce at the same time. Yeah, yeah. The other guy gets most of the paper. <laughs> Kramer gets a little tiny sliver of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like, like smaller than a column. Like really. enough to read like the table of contents yeah, yeah. on the left and that's it. <laughs> yeah. You can see what page stuff is on. You can't read that stuff, but you can see what page it's on. Yeah, but he's still trying to hold it there and read it, <laughs> you know, as some sort of victory. Uh, so Elaine's train stops. Uh, we're back to, on her train and it, it stops and and in the middle of the tracks and um so she's panicking there uh george um begins you know the woman's like he's got this important job interview he's already like you know blown off jerry spending a fun day at coney mm-hmm. island and he, i think jerry even said nathan's hot dog on me yeah you know like so free meal oh, and free yeah. rides like you know jerry was gonna pay all day but he's like <laughs> no i gotta go to this job interview uh but the woman is he was very determined he yeah. was determined up until this uh, woman uh yeah. you know she uh, said that she wanted him to get off with her uh, i didn't notice that ah. that's definitely a double entendre right there <laughs> we've, we've been questioning the whether some in the Seinfeld writing or oh, double entendre or not. For sure. Yeah, is. this yeah. one this one definitely is. Um, but yeah, and George he, decides to skip the interview. Oh, he totally blows it off. Uh, yeah. He <laughs> runs out the subway, tries to go right through the doors, and gets stuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What does, he, what does he say? What is his excuse for not being able to go with her? Because it's not a job interview. Um, I don't remember what it was. Maybe just a meeting. Because he says, like, oh, meetings come and go or something like that. There'll yeah, be another meeting. I mean, something like she that. says, oh, you, you've, you've got a big meeting. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's and it. And he yeah. runs off. And, yeah, I, I think he just says what you said. Meetings yeah, come meetings and go. Meetings come and go. What's uh, the difference? But yeah. he gets stuck in the door. And he's like, help me. Don't start the train. Don't start the train. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Jerry wakes up in his train. Oh, I'm sorry. Kramer. Yes. Um, overhears a horse tip. These guys yeah, he's, talking he, about. He's getting yeah. great gambling advice. Oh, yeah. The fix is uh, in on this horse 
course, they've been they've been they haven't been riding him yeah. as much. This, this guy, it's Pumpernickel. Yeah, uh, thirty to one odds, and his mother was a mutter. Yeah, and, and it, he was, the guy's like it rained last night. His mother was a mutter. His, his mother was a mutter. Father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. Yeah, is that what, I, that, that's what they say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. a mutter is a horse that likes the mud. Exactly. Yeah, and so but, his but father was York a mutter. Accent. It's yeah. funny. His mother was a mutter, and his father was a mutter, and he's like his father was a mutter, and the guy's like, what I just say? Uh, and so Kramer with this this you know the fix is in he's uh he's interested uh and then jerry wakes up and the fat guy is naked he's completely naked yeah. holding i think the newspaper and over, his briefcase over his chest and yeah. his briefcase, and his briefcase over, on his, over his dong yeah yeah <laughs> uh and so uh, and, we, and everyone else has scattered yeah, by yeah the they're way. all pushed everyone back. everyone's yeah. on the complete other end of their subway car and this is the other thing that i wanted to possibly use as cover oh on. yeah yeah so i don't know which I think, think the naked guy is naked the bigger guy? part of this. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think if you, especially if you get that wide shot with Jerry, I, the naked guy, and everybody back yes. against the train, if that's I can probably, fit it. we'll see. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> a, a good one to get. Um, but, you know, Jerry is shocked, obviously, but also. Not and not as much as the other people on the subway train. You know, yeah. he starts engaging with the guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I mean, he's he's going in on him. Yeah. Like, oh at, yeah, yeah. shaming first. him, shaming yeah. him, hardcore yeah. roasting him. Oh yeah. Well, the guy's like, I'm not ashamed of my body. Yeah. You should be. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what? Uh, I don't know how he gets to the what Jerry says to get this line, but the guy says, "I like a good breakfast." Yes. And are you talking about the line, as long as you don't wind up trapped in a room in bib overalls and pigtails being counseled by Dick Gregory? I don't know. I don't remember that line. Oh, that's what I wrote that. I was like, I got to write this down word for word. Oh, my God. Because Jer- Jerry says, I like a good breakfast, as long as you don't wind up trapped in a room in bib overalls and pigtails being consoled by Dick Gregory. I don't know what any of that I don't, means. I have no clue. And obviously we didn't look it up beforehand, so next week definitely <laughs> we have to find out what the hell that refers okay. to cuz it was a reference if knowing <laughs> Jerry it was a movie obviously. in the 1940s or oh, something. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I thought Dick Gregory. When I when I hear the name Dick Gregory, I picture a certain NBC reporter, but I'm sure it's not. I'm sure his name yeah, is yeah. Dick Gregory, and I'm sure that's not who Jerry yeah. was talking about. Uh, but Jerry also mentions uh, that the guy should just find some time to exercise, yeah. like do do some cardio, do some squat thrusts. And the guy says, "Who's got time for squat thrusts?" <laughs> but it, it's literally like one of the easiest, least time consuming exercises <laughs> yeah, that you can do. Yeah. Um, and so then, um, back on Elaine's train, her inner monologue is becoming increasingly panicked. Oh yeah, she is freaking out. Yeah, which uh, I love. I mean, it was great acting all around. I mean, she had to yeah. do ADR and she had to do the facial acting, but subtle facial acting to the point where, yeah. like, like you would uh, be doing if you were in a group of people on a subway. Yeah, I'm guessing that she knew what the lines would be whenever she was acting it. Yeah. So she was just like doing those lines, but in her head. And Or maybe they were playing it on a studio speaker of some, like a house speaker and overdubbed it later. Be. You that know? could be, yeah. yeah. looped it. I don't know, but it, whatever they did, it worked. Yeah, because oh, she's hilarious. Absolutely, it's but hilarious. she lost it so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was, okay, this will be fine. This will be fine. This is not going to be fine. Move this train. Why, how long are we going to be stopped yeah. for? And then the power goes how can it? Yeah, yeah. How can it stop moving? It's a train. It's yeah. on tracks what is the problem uh yeah it, but, oh yeah she's like what what did it run over a rat or something yeah, there's yeah. no traffic down here yeah it's it's great um so then we're at the hotel edison mm-hmm. george uh, went to the woman's room and he walks in just being all like flustered and yeah. like 
nerdy George. Oh, nice ice bucket there. And <laughs> Just to make small talk. Just, yeah. Because he's like, so uncomfortable and awkward. A uh, woman says to make yourself comfortable. So George takes off his shoes <laughs> yeah. and sits on the bed. Another great little bit of inner monologue here where we debate. he debates, what does that mean, make yourself comfortable? What if I oh, get yeah. naked and she's not naked? What if she's naked and I'm not naked? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was where the middle ground was, takes yeah. his shoes off and, and gets on the bed. <laughs> but so, yeah, he's on the bed in still his full suit, minus his shoes. Yeah. She walks out of the bedroom in some sexy lingerie. Yeah. And... Uh, what is that the end of this i believe scene? so i believe okay. now we're at the otb with kramer okay yeah yeah uh kramer is he's at the bookie and he's uh betting on what he heard and okay correct me if i'm wrong he heard the guys talking about pumpernickel uh-huh. correct i i think i that I, I didn't pick that up but if you, that's okay. what you saw or heard I, yeah that, that's what i yeah. i'm 100 sure but yeah. this scene made me not sure of it for right. a second because the guys were talking about pumpernickel, Kramer gets up to the desk and he bets on Papernick. Oh, okay. Papernick sounds familiar now. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Did you watch with the um, captions on? I, I watched say, with my headphones in uh, and the captions on. And it said pumpernickel. It said pumpernickel. Weird. At first. Must be so a... maybe the guys were getting something confused too. Yeah. But Kramer, like getting that confused, paid off I for him. I see. You think that he bet on the wrong horse? Yes. Yeah, well, that would be well, quite no, a coincidence. Not, not, that, not that he bet on the wrong horse. He ended up betting on the right horse, which we'll, we'll no, find but out. No, he bet on the the wrong horse. If the right horse is Pumpernickel, he bet on the wrong horse. Yes, but the guys on the train were trying to talk about Papernick, yeah. but they were suffering from Kramer syndrome and just diarrhea of the mouth. And like, yeah, I heard this horse Pumpernickel. Yeah, yeah. And it was just something, a long word that began with a P. Yeah, so the yeah. first thing you're going to think of is uh, Pumpernickel or something. Right. I, I honestly don't like that that he made money by mistake. I, I would prefer it to be he bet on the horse that the guys were talking about for some reason, not yeah, that it was that, a dumb mistake. I, I don't know. Especially if, since it wasn't pointed out. Like It would have been pointed out. We're like, oh, no, he bet on the wrong horse. Yeah, and then later we're like, Especially oh. because there's no Pumpernickel in the race. Yeah. It's just Papernick and like a bunch of other horses that we haven't heard So mentioned. maybe what we have here is a Hulu mistake with captions. Maybe. And, ho- homework for next week. I will go back and look at this scene and see if the guys on the train do say Pumpernickel. But I'm right. so certain of the... Uh, I'm so certain that they say Pumpernickel, not yeah. Papernick. I like how he immediately steals the guy's knowledge too, because the, there's a little uh, there's a little uh, mousy guy who's you know talking to Kramer about this tip, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he recreates the conversation word for word, like his mother was a mother, his father was a mother, and the guy goes, his father is a mother, and Kramer goes, what did I just say? Uh, just like the guys did, because he wants he wants to seem all tough and into yeah, it, like yeah. he knows something, even though it's completely all ripped off. But uh, he bets his entire six hundred dollars that was supposed to go to parking tickets mm-hmm. to win. Yeah. And it was thirty to one yeah. for for pumpernickel yeah. at least. Uh, so I don't we don't know what the odds are for Papernick. Right, I, right. I'm guessing it's still thirty to one. Yeah. But yeah, he bets all six hundred bucks on it. We go back to Jerry and he's talking about the Mets with this <laughs> yeah. naked guy. Like they're just shooting the shooting the shit. Yeah. I uh, love like how they've been friends forever. <laughs> Jerry is with this guy's nudity. I, I love it. You know, I mean he's not freaked out or, or anything. I mean the guy obviously he's got a briefcase, he had a suit. I mean, he doesn't seem like a mental patient or no. anything. You know, I he mean, just likes being naked. Yeah, just likes being <laughs> naked. And um I, I just I appreciate how comfortable Jerry is with it and they're talking about Jerry's favorite team week to week. <laughs> The Mets. It's the Mets this week. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, but Jerry even says, uh, if they win the pennant this year, I'll sit naked with you at the World Series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And naked guys like you have yourself a deal. <laughs> uh, so back to Elaine, uh, I guess who 
uh, someone someone's fondling her leg. Isn't that a little weird? Yeah, yeah, that's that that's was, uncomfortable. That was weird. Um, and her and her monologue is still going crazy. I love when she shouts, "Move!" She screams, "Move!" In her head. I love the screaming <laughs> in your in her head. Yeah, and and it, and the subtle facial expressions that don't mimic a scream. Yeah. I mean, it was just a great a great thing but here. Also, who counts seconds in bananas? One banana, like, two like bananas. I've heard one 1,000, two 1,000. I've heard one Mississippi, yeah, two Mississippi, sure. three Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard one, one banana, banana, two, two banana, banana, three banana. I guess it works, yeah. I, I guess. Everyone's I've got never a different way to, to count seconds. Um, <laughs> and I, I like the bleeping, too. Her inner monologue gets bleeped yeah. a couple times. I really like that, too. That's funny. I mean, we've heard Seinfeld drop a couple of uh, you know profane words, but I, I liked yeah. the bleeping. I mean, I feel like that's only been used more and more on TV, you know, Arrested Development uh, made great use of beeps, and uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine this season has already made pretty good use of beeps. Um, but I, I don't know, I, I I just really like that seeing a show in '92 doing that. I thought yeah, was really yeah. funny. Uh, uh, now back to the hotel. Yeah, and George is getting handcuffed to the bed and kinky, but it's a woman who's interested in George, so ab- he's fine with it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So the first <laughs> thing that comes to his head is the line, "You know, my mother used to walk around oh, our god. apartment in her bra and panties." Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> he just. I mean, you talk about diarrhea of the mouth. Oh, I mean, no. he just starts talking about his mom um, and how. <laughs> picture an uglier, fattier, fatter Shirley Booth. Yeah, I don't know. You know, Shir- Shir- Shirley Booth goes right over my head. You know, Hazel. I guess uh, a woman okay. named, again, more homework for next week, Shirley Booth and God. Hazel. We don't know what these references are, but um, hopefully the woman is not so young that she got the reference. You know, hopefully she got the references <laughs> because we didn't. Um, but, but yeah. By th- the look on her face, I don't think she had any idea what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it would, even if this was going well, which we find out it's not, um, just what horrible thing to start talking about <laughs> when you're about to have a sexual encounter. Oh, yeah. You know? Ta- yeah, talk about your mom. Uh, your mom walking around in her underwear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what she looks like and what your friend said about her. And uh, Yeah, but the woman comes out and she's all dressed. Yep. Yeah, in the bathroom. She, she went to the bathroom and now she's out and all dressed. She uh, goes to rob George. He's got yeah. eight bucks in his wallet. She's like, eight dollars? I wasted my entire morning on you for eight dollars. So, by the way, he had a dollar to give to the, the violin player. But yeah, I mean, I it just goes... Earlier. It just goes right back to the George character of, yeah. oh, no, I, I don't have any money. He's cheap. Of course, he's he would never cheap. give to. He's yeah. so cheap. So not even a buck. But he's unemployed, too. So a dollar, I get it. Believe me. I'm employed, <laughs> and I, I hold on to my dollars. Um, but the woman just takes his clothes. Yeah, because, yeah. because George makes the mistake more diarrhea of the mouth it's like that's my only suit i paid 350 dollars for it so easily she can get like 50 60 bucks for it mm-hmm. for sure yeah like a like a vintage store not a vintage store maybe but like a resale shop yeah, yeah like yeah. a like a secondhand store exactly secondhand store that's what i was looking for um and as she is storming out because she wasted her afternoon for eight dollars and 50 bucks for a suit or whatever will i see you again <laughs> <laughs> it's still not a deal breaker for george <laughs> Because he's that horrible with women. Yeah. Just a great line. Uh, we go back to the bookie, and the race is going on, and yeah. Kramer is just, like, hitting himself. He's, like, pounding his fist on yeah. the desk. The horse is sucking. Yeah. Out of the gate, yeah. sucking. Yeah, pa- Papernick is off. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the race goes on. There's an eighth of a mile left, yeah. and Papernick starts pulling ahead. Yeah. He starts doing well. <laughs> it gets to the point where Papernick is second. They get to a photo finish, and Papernick wins. Oh, my god! And Kramer is freaking out. He's jumping up and yeah. down. He's yelling and he gets paid. Yeah, stacks on stacks. Stacks yeah. of cash. But what do you think that is? Did you do the math? Six hundred times thirty? Eighteen thousand dollars. Holy crap. No $18, way. Eighteen thousand dollars. No way. <laughs> 
Do you think he walked out of that place with eighteen thousand dollars? The if, stacks didn't look that much, but what do you think that stack of hundred was? If they were hundreds, if they were yeah, hundreds, it would only have to be one hundred and eighty hundred dollar bills. Oh my gosh, you're right. That definitely was eighteen thousand dollars. Holy crap! Oh my god. Yeah, so it would be uh, it would be like a stack of five thousand, a stack of five thousand, a stack of five thousand, and then loosely oh another three thousand. Gosh, and that's what he walks out easily three stacks. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that's but crazy. he walks out of there with stacks of cash. Yeah, yeah, and and he's flaunting him. He's like shaking yeah. him in front of everybody, and then he knows <laughs> notices he's in an uh, a one room OTB <laughs> in the middle of New York City, um, and there are shady characters there. One oh, specifically, God, who, yeah, yeah. That was just so funny. He was like, ah, he like smiles, like, aren't you guys happy for me? And, and the people are staring at him like, okay. And so he he leaves the OTB. Yeah, and he's immediately being chased by immediately. someone. Yeah. Oh, by the way, wait, let me t- let me go back one second. As he's getting paid, did you notice the graffiti on the wall of the OTB? No. Again, I don't know if this is a reference for any... It says, Alvin boy is not a horse, it's a milking stool. What? I have no idea. I don't know what that means. If they just like... Maybe that wasn't as clear back in on, in standard def in '92, and they were like, "Just make it look like there's something written on the wall." Uh, but I, I I could read it sure, so clearly. I was like, "Alvin boy is not a horse." I, I'll Google that phrase and see if I can find anything. But uh, yeah, okay. So the thug is stalking Kramer immediately into the subway, back into uh, the subway, onto multiple subways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we are back on Jerry's subway. Oh wait, I have this is this. Oh wait, okay. Maybe we. This is one where I was like, I don't need to go back and forth. We yeah. go to Jerry's subway uh, here. But uh, they're getting off of the subway. The yeah. Doors open, and he convinced the naked guy once he got his clothes back on to go to Coney Island. Yeah, with him. the doors open, and it's nothing but white light. It's yeah, which like, is really weird. My guess is kind of fog. It's maybe foggy down there in the harbor. I guess. Yeah. but they walk out, and there's no like fog around them. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I, I can't. It was, it was like that's they, what they I get always, off the subway and they're walking into heaven. Yeah. For some reason, I always <laughs> I always pictured a foggy day at Coney Island. I don't know why. It could have been like maybe yeah. a cloudy, foggy, overcast kind of day. But yeah, you're right. Coney Island is heaven. I mean, I like that I, metaphor I as guess well. So. I like. Um, and, and they're, they're planning a great day. Nathan's hot dogs. Exactly. And, and They're going to ride this, the cyclone. Yeah. Jerry's getting his day. I, I love it. I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back with Kramer. Yeah. And he's still being chased by the guy from the bookie. Runs into the blind violin guy. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, the, that allows the, the thug yeah, to the, catch up with him. Thug catches him, puts him in a chokehold. He's like, give me the money. Give me the money. Blind violin guy is a cop. Yeah. Undercover cop. Yeah, and and uh, holds up the thug uh, with a gun, and so yeah. Um, which did you catch like the cheer and round of applause yeah, yeah, from the yeah. studio audience? Yeah, it's like uh, fr- freeze, yeah, kind of cheesy, very cheesy, very cheesy, very cheesy. <laughs> very cheesy. Um, but also, what is the so the violin player <laughs> is pretending to be blind? We found yeah. out. Uh, but also, what does he do with all the tips that he makes? Uh, donate them to less like the fortunate children. Ball fund, yeah, or the policeman's wives or, and, and children fund or something. Yeah, I would hope so. I just want to know what he does with the donation, with the not donations, with the money that he gets for pretending to yeah. be a blind. I, I'm I'm sure it goes to some fund or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope so. I like I like your thinking uh, that this is just canon that the guy he doesn't pocket the money. I'd be okay with that too. He's a police officer. He needs he needs money he just needs like anybody else cash, who yeah. couldn't use a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not, so, not everyone's going to give you a free lunch just because you're wearing your uniform. Right. And he's not wearing a uniform. That's so true. So he's got to buy his lunch. He's, he's undercover. Yeah. Uh, so back at Monk's, um, 
Elaine has missed her wedding yeah. because of the train <laughs> delays. Uh, Jerry never went and got his car because him and the naked guy were having so much fun at Nathan's. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, he, and the impound lot closed, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. Jerry won a stuffed gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> the, the naked guy won Jerry a stuffed gorilla yeah. at Coney Island. And so I think Jerry was probably ha- I think he's happy about the fact he has to go back to Coney Island again to get his car. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, I think he's, he's, he's eager about yeah, going back. I think he's yeah. excited. Uh, and then George walks in. Kramer's there too, uh, but he's not—he's he, not tipping his hand very much. But George walks in, wrapped in a, a hotel bed sheet. We can imagine. Yeah, was it a bed sheet or a towel? I thought, I thought, it, was I thought a it was a bed sheet. I thought it was just a towel. I see. Around. I thought I—I I thought it was a bed sheet because doesn't because the guy says the, there's a delivery man there and he he yells out Hari Krishna, okay, Hari Krishna, and that's why I think it's it's a big sheet okay. like a uh, like a Hari Krishna might wear, okay. kind of like a toga type thing, but uh, not you know. All right. Uh, yeah, and plus George is bald, so that's even more hilarious. <laughs> an, an even more hilarious dig um, there. Yeah. And yeah, he doesn't want to explain why he is in a bed sheet. He just wants his <laughs> extra key from Jerry's apartment. But uh, yeah, they Kramer and Jerry walk out. Kramer grabs the check from Jerry, yeah, and yeah. he's just throwing bills just throwing, down on the yeah, table. Just he throws like five or six bills down under the table yeah, for this he's check. He's flashing the pot. So, yeah, he looks so at. It, he's I'm, like, there, there, there you go. There, so there you it's go. it's five or six bills. So it's either like a hundred and twenty dollars, yeah. or six hundred dollars <laughs> that he's giving the uh, waitress for I'd, for this like probably. I don't know, $30 check, I bet $20 already, to $30 check. I bet he's already broken one of the hundreds and they were tens. I bet they were all tens. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I bet it was like 40 or 50 bucks. That's okay. my guess, yeah. Uh, ju- that's just, you know, I-, I wonder if we could zoom in or if anybody has like an ultra high def, like 400 inch <laughs> TV, let us know what he throws down. The, the 4K remaster of Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah remaster of <laughs> Seinfeld. Um, yeah, but so Jerry didn't have to pay, which was nice. Uh, and then we get one more stand-up bit, which is interesting. We only had two this this uh, episode, but yeah. um, it was a special episode that was kind of all over the place. Um, and, and this one, I, I didn't quite get it. What was your take on it? Uh, I was confused by it. So Jerry fell asleep on the cyclone with the naked guy next to him? I guess... He says he he fell asleep on the whole train ride, so he wouldn't fall asleep at Coney Island. Did he fall asleep on the ride still? Well, it may. I thought it was a commentary on the subway in 1992. I don't know if New York had been totally cleaned up by then. So my take was, oh no, absolutely. He, not. He's riding the subway to the roller coaster, and the subway ride is more exciting than the roller coaster. In other words. The subway is scarier oh, than an actual okay. thrill ride. The That's actual thrill guess. ride is the subway. Yeah. So you get to the top of the cyclone. Yeah. And you pass out. We've just seen. We've just seen crazy uh, stuff okay, happen gotcha. on the subway in four different scenarios. That's my take on it. I thought he was saying that he actually fell asleep on the cyclone, and I'm like, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Is uh, Jerry narcoleptic here? <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is so dumb. I'm riding the subway to go ride, and also maybe that's it too. Because I, I, you know what I love? Someone pointed at this out to me. I was like. I love go-karts. Let's go ride go-karts. And my, my friends are like, you can drive a car, you know? Yeah. I'm like, well, that's different somehow. Exactly. I, <laughs> I love go-karts. How, I but love it's, riding go-karts. Yeah, but again, you could just go get in your car and get on the interstate, and it's the same thing. It's not the same. <laughs> You're not racing around a track on the interstate. You can't, you can't hit people without repercussions on the you, interstate. You're not supposed to bump. You're not supposed to bump in Yes, the... but if you do, like, rubbing is racing. Oh, yeah, rubbing is racing. If you watch any 2000 era NASCAR, yeah, yeah. rubbing's racing. I agree with that sentiment. Yeah, yeah. So there is a little difference, I agree. But it is interesting, <laughs> like, I'm going 55 on the freeway 
to go 25 around a tiny little track in a tiny oh, little if, car. if you're lucky. So I yeah, thought, most I, of those are like 10 miles an hour. Yeah. That. So that, yeah, you're right. 25 is pretty fast. So <laughs> that may be one angle that he was going at. Like, I'm riding on a track to go ride on a track. You know, yeah, I, I yeah. could just, why can't I just, I could just ride the subway, <laughs> you bro. just stay on the subway. Yeah, stay on the subway. But also I think the fact that crazy stuff happens on the subway makes an actual thrill ride boring when you're at the top of the hill. Like, oh, what, <laughs> what's this? Uh, you know, so I, I think that's what it was. Obviously, it didn't. It wasn't a home run, <laughs> you know? I wouldn't call it Jerry's best closer, but it's an okay premise, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, so that's it, right? Yeah, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, uh, we, we did it. What's our homework? Um, all right. Our homework is... Did you write it down? Uh, well, yeah, I'm just going back through my notes, who is Shirley Booth and okay. what is Hazel? Okay. Um, what is... Uh, oh, what does eating breakfast trapped in a room in bib overalls and pigtails being consoled by Dick Gregory mean? Okay. And oh, there, there was one more thing. Did the guy say pumpernickel or papernickel okay. on the train? Okay, yep. There we go. That is our homework for next week. Yeah. Um, did we didn't there's no way we can come up with a better description. No, that's can it. We? It, we're, we're, it doesn't we're give anything away. Yeah. It's the whole plot of the show without the giving friend, anything the away. The friends encounter adventure on the subway. Yeah. Boom. Love it. Like that's it. Love it. All right. Well, uh, we know our homework for next week when we talk about season three, episode 14, The Pez Dispenser. Yes. Original air date, January 15th, 1992. And if you are looking in TV Guide, the night of January 15th, you're going to see Jerry's practical joke causes George problems with his new girlfriend. Yeah, I I love this one, I think. I think this is going to be another good one. I think this is going to be another one of my favorite episodes of the season, I think. We'll see. (laughs) You think? Yeah, I think. Do you remember anything about it? Yes. Okay. I I remember what the Pez Dispenser, (laughs) what the deal with that is, and... And, and all of that. It's a Tweety Bird Pez dispenser. I do remember oh, that. Um, so, yeah, I, I am excited about that one. Um, I don't want to get my hopes up too high. But um, what else was I going to say? You have, a, you have an axe to grind. I had one more thing I wanted to mention, too. But what's your axe? You want me to, you want me to grind my Let, axe? Let's grind it. Okay. So I'm not going to pull any punches here. Uh, we decided to do this show back last summer, 2018. Mm. Uh, we started the show, uh, we released our first episode on July 5th, the uh, 29th anniversary of the airing of the pilot. Yeah. We recorded a few episodes as early as like late April. Sure. Right? So we've been doing this almost coming up on a year. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to as of late, I'll get into that in a second, was Four Finger Discount. Okay. They are a Simpsons podcast based in Australia, and to get like our message out there that we're doing a show because I'd like for as many people to listen to us as possible. Sidebar, uh, tell your friends, uh, please tell two friends that no hugging, no learning is a thing because I'd like to get that out there. Oh yeah. Uh, I messaged, Share our Facebook statuses or tweets if you yeah, see them. I emailed them. I emailed their podcast saying, hey, uh, what are your advertising rates? Uh, because I mean, you pay for the hosting site and I have paid for any like promoted tweets or uh, promoted uh, Reddit posts yeah. that we've had. Um, but I wanted to get their rates for advertising on their podcast. They do an episodic Simpsons podcast yeah. and I, I love it. They go episode by episode. They're currently on uh, season eight, I believe. Um, but I emailed them. Didn't hear anything back. Uh-huh. Emailed them again. Didn't hear anything back. Gave them our info, our synopsis, my contact info, our graphic, a link to a recent episode at the time. So I hit up their Facebook page and I thought, okay, surely I would have a much better chance of getting to them on email than their Facebook mm-hmm. because they have something like 150,000 likes on Facebook. 
Uh, but like, I don't know, a couple thousand followers on Twitter. So they have so many likes on Facebook because of Simpsons memes and Mm. Simpsons memes are huge right now. Mm -hmm. So I messaged them on Facebook and one of the hosts get back, gets back to me eventually and says, Hey, yeah, sorry, we lost your email. Uh, we'll get back to you soon. I messaged them a month later and you know what? I'm just going (laughs) to pull up my phone. So I'm not getting this timeline mixed up. What did I say? Okay, so the guy gets back to me and he says, hey, yeah, sorry, we lost your email. Uh, we didn't see it come through. Uh, for how many, like, listener emails and mailbag questions they get, yeah. it just falls down, like, incredibly quickly. Fast forward to their Christmas special. They announce a Seinfeld podcast. What? A Patreon-exclusive Seinfeld podcast oh my where they gosh. are going to go episode by episode for their, like, Patreon subscribers what, wow. what is it patrons i think oh that sounds right yeah um i checked out they have 425 patrons yeah so i would love to get no hugging no learning to the point where we have uh 500 unique weekly listeners but it, that's gonna take some that's gonna take some time yeah. and please i'm asking you the listener if you like listening to this show Give us a review. Tell your friends that no hugging, no learning is a thing because there are established brands like this. And granted, I know doing a Seinfeld podcast is not a novel idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the timing of this sucks. It's kind of weird. It sucks so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, especially because they are an established show and they have a dedicated following. They've yeah, written yeah. a book on The Simpsons and there's a couple hundred people that are going to listen to this show thinking that it is the first uh, episodic Seinfeld podcast since Seinfeld. Right. And they actually mentioned that on a recent episode. They're like, oh, yeah, I think Seinfeld just ended. Oh, what if we just ripped their entire audio and <laughs> uploaded it as, as our own? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, at least we have kind of a different angle on it. Exactly. You know? Uh, I think they're just two lifelong fans Seinfeld of Seinfeld. Fans. They're yeah, just going to yeah. be quoting every episode. Yeah. We, like, cool. Yeah, when we found out that Signcast was a thing, we were like, "Well, that's well-worn territory." They they have co- they have copious. The, their show notes are great. They have links and information on stuff in the pocket. And we're like, "Yeah." And we decided we, to do kind of yeah. the exact opposite thing. Yeah. What if yeah. we go in with no research? Yeah. I've never seen a single episode. Yeah. You're not rewatching the episodes anymore. Whenever they no, air on like TBS or something, yeah, yeah. so you're essentially in the same boat as me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have some knowledge of the episodes. But you're watching them for the first time in years. Yeah, I'm sort of like rediscovering what I know and what I don't know yeah. about Seinfeld at the same time. So. so, I mean, like I said, I'm angry, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm more just discouraged. Yeah. So I would like No Hugging, No Learning to grow. I would like it to prosper. Mm-hmm. And we can't do that if we don't keep like growing our audience mm-hmm. and uh i i have to say thank you to everyone who is listening to us there's more people every week mm-hmm. uh it's growing slowly but surely i would like to beef up the process at which that is growing so tell two friends about no hugging no learning yeah that is that's your homework yeah when week. someone mentions seinfeld yeah. think no hugging no learning because and go, it, oh because even though it hasn't aired in almost 10 years yeah Seinfeld is still part of that cultural zeitgeist. Yes. Drink, by the way. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, tell two friends anytime you, anytime they bring up Seinfeld. Fantastic. That's all, that's all I've got. Fantastic. I, that's whack. Yeah, I feel like someone, you know, yeah, took... I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not angry. I, yeah. I should clarify that I, I still listen to their show. I... 
Uh, I, re- I really like the show they put out. I'm just discouraged by the timing of it all. Yeah, it's like when someone... Um if someone were to steal your baby name, you know, a lot of people like to keep their baby name exactly. secret. And it's not like you made up a new name that someone, you know. And, exactly. And it's just, Seinfeld it's fans, just that specific combination yeah. of names. Seinfeld fans listening know there's a great baby name episode on oh, the God. way. Okay. But um, it, it's a little bit like getting your baby name stolen, I think. Um, so on uh, on the note of uh, people, want to uh, give another shout out to Mr. Zeitgeist himself, Alan Carpenter, who uh, <laughs> tweeted at us, uh, at Alan Carpenter. On Twitter, wow! I didn't realize he had his own full regular old name. I couldn't do that with Tim Murphy. Yeah, I That's, think it's Alan J. Carpenter. It's at Alan Carpenter. Is it really? It okay. sure is. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he he mentioned he wanted to let us know that uh, it was an excellent episode. The Red Dot he loved uh, of the podcast, so that's great. And uh, he said excellent episode of the podcast. So it sounds like he had the same <laughs> feelings we did, which which the whole Dick storyline brought it all the way down. And also um, want to give a shout out to Snowman H. N L at Aloha S N E A U Yeah Did I miss this M U N N just said um hi my little Yankee beans the latest episode was great I look forward to the next Oh my god Yeah so <laughs> thank you, you you liked it or maybe I did <laughs> I One of us liked it as as the podcast account right Yeah as the podcast account yeah, I yeah. missed this I think Let yeah. me see Yeah I didn't see this that must have been <laughs> you that liked it but yeah thank you Snowman H N L Yeah thanks very much uh, maybe maybe that's Honolulu because he gave the little Snowman, hang loose Snowman Honolulu because he added the emoji uh, oh. that's the hang loose Yeah and pinky I mean it, and it's, thumb. it's it's spelled differently but at Aloha Snowman Oh, snow, S N E A U, M U N N. Got it. Aloha. Love it. Snow, Snewman. 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 <laughs> All right. So that's it. For, that's it, right? <laughs> that's it. Okay. So for No Hugging, No Learning, I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. Be good. Be good.